was getting married today, so I uh, we stayed out at Swan Lake last night. We stayed out there actually Thursday night on, and uh, the father of the bride forgot his tux shirt. <laughs> so uh, I had arranged for Coach Skirvin to, to uh, man the dials again today, but uh, you know I ran in and I wanted to. I wanted to come in and talk. I uh, wanted the parents and you know who's ever listening, but I wanted our players to hear like they heard last night. I mean, just how uh, proud of our I was of their effort. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll do about half of this and get out of here because I got some stuff going on this morning. <laughs> well, since it, yeah, you got a thing or two going yeah. on. Um, by the way, did you get your shirt? Because I'm sure glad you asked. Did. Because you know, I came home and all that. You know, like I gotta, I gotta let the cat out. I gotta do that. Okay, okay. I walk out. I made a cup of coffee and i walked out i thought john you don't have your shirt <laughs> so i had to go back in and, and get it so i do have it i do it's good <laughs> thanks that's for good. asking i wanted to before make you sure. leave town make sure you got your shoes and yeah. Your socks. yeah yeah that's all out there i just yeah. got the shirt yeah i want to make sure we get that across to everybody listening is that you do have the shirt yeah um since that's the case i'm gonna normally we don't do this till the end but i want to get obviously you want to have a chance to to talk about your seniors since that was their last regular season game, um, maybe talk a little bit about their effort last night because you did something last night. I know I said this to you afterwards. I thought if somebody who hasn't maybe played or or coached wouldn't understand, but you know you've got the the B team in JV team in getting some reps at the end, and Nate Darrafield and and Huli are still out there, and I thought that was a cool thing because they deserve to be on the field when the last seconds of their regular season or senior year were off they needed to be on the field and you gave them that opportunity yeah i you know i i, I um he, here's the main reason why i came in you know is is because i wanted uh we we did not play like a team that had not won a ball game right i mean we you know the atmosphere and and everything revolved around week nine we've we've brought some teams that were uh undefeated over there and not played well and so um it's not a it's not an easy place to play um you always get a really amped up northwood team week nine for some reason um and what we had seen on film was that they outplayed everybody like just effort wise and um i honestly felt like we outplayed them from the standpoint of i thought we played harder than they did and that hasn't happened uh, a whole lot at, at Andrews Field, uh, but just from the opening kick, you know, Devonte oh, yeah. goes ninety yards or whatever, and um, you know, I we we competed for four quarters. Now we had some obviously some mental hiccups uh, to start the game in, in some critical positions, uh, a big turnover, um, missed assignments, um, not getting off blocks, just the stuff that. You know, uh, and I told him before we went out there, I said, uh, to let you in on the locker room talk, I, I honestly told our guys, I said, there is nothing I can tell you that I haven't told you for eight straight games. So you guys figure it out. You know, your pregame speech is going to be pretty short here. It's, it's uh, we're on the road. Let's, let's see who wants to play and compete. And um, at the end of the day, I thought our kids as a whole, uh, I was proud of them. I mean, I – it was the first time I felt like and it was the second quarter where we're just chewing up clock. We're chewing up, you know, we're running the football. Um, and our offensive line was starting to be really, really physical. And we were burying some of their people. Uh, 
and and then we you know we make a mistake and then we don't get it in but um i thought defensively we settled in um and we just had kids who played who got better in a week maybe they got better in a quarter i don't know something flipped and we saw guys making plays and doing things that we've tried to coach um all year i i saw it happen so you know uh at the end of the day when when this last chapter is written on this book in this season it's going to be how incredibly uh engaged and uh committed our seniors were to a rough season let's let's call it what it is so uh i'm proud of them man i mean we we talked after the game and i just said you know fellas you know regular season's over uh we're heading into you know the playoffs and records mean absolutely zero right now so you you win you move on you lose you know you don't get style points for being undefeated or you know these guys are playing next week or seven and two and and uh you know i i talked to so many of them walking out uh, after they showered and changed they said you know we can win this session and they looked me in the eye and said yep we can coach so and you know it was such a bizarre game i i didn't think about it until i was on the way home and we were talking about it 42 points were scored in the first quarter there were 35 points in the first five minutes of that game it was it was crazy yeah you know it sure is i i whenever whenever anybody kicks the ball to 13 (laughs) i think okay you guys are i mean this is you know as the body of work of our season has gone on why somebody would kick it because he's just really the only guy we've had be explosive enough to even do anything with the ball out in space. And um, I don't know. I mean, it was – now I have not – I have not watched the film. Uh, there's some other things going on in my life right now. But <laughs> I did not watch the film last night. Um, so – but I can tell you this. Devonte is uh, – he is fast. Like, yeah. there's, there's track speed. I know we've talked about this before, but – Man, I'll tell you right now, he knows how to get the ball in the end zone when uh, he gets the ball in his hands. And, and uh, you know, we had enough people get in the way of other people, and he kind of made people miss. And then, and then the second one was just even. But the first quarter, you know, we go up 7-0. <clears throat> I, I just wanted to take all my timeouts. <laughs> just, okay, we are up at Andrews Field 7 nothing here. And from the standpoint of, I want, the, I just wanted our kids to relish something that was really, really positive as a team that sure. we were winning on the scoreboard for yep. once. Uh, but then, you know, we make some mistakes anyway, and then it's seven nothing, and we fumble the kickoff, and it's fourteen nothing, and it's short field here, and um, you know we're not covering where we need to cover, and, and then all of a sudden you're down three scores, and then I, I don't know, I mean, you know, it was, uh, I don't think it was any particular play, I don't think it was anything anybody said to them as coaches to players. But at some point, I just think it was the atmosphere. You know, they were all muddy. You know, we haven't played in a mud game yeah. yet. And uh, boys love to play in the mud, man. And they were down and dirty. And it's like, all right, let's just get after this. You know, let's, let's, let's get after them. And, you know, after we gave up that, you know, last that, that 35 points, I mean, we gave them a short field in the fourth quarter, but it was a 7 nothing game, you know. And man. so – you're you're just trying to get the kids to realize we've been doing this for you know how many months now, they have a chance. When, whenever you have, I'm telling you, whenever you have a player like Devonte, you have a chance in a game because he is that explosive. And whenever kids give great effort, like I, I picture Mills last night, 
Yeah, I, I haven't seen. I, I've known that. Yeah. I've I've known that. We've seen that in bits and pieces. But their whiteouts wanted nothing to do with '88 and White. I mean, when he was jamming and 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 attacking on those bubble screens. I mean, it's like I was so happy for him. Yeah, that he finally broke through the confidence barrier. That that's what his skill set can be. I saw Creek Bomb come down and just drill a guy on a, a slant route like. Hey man, that's the, those are you, you get excited to see kids who have not only persevered through the season, but persevered through all the tough coaching that we've had with these guys, and all of a sudden there's a breakthrough. And that Rusty, that's what teaching and education and everything. Yeah. I mean, that's coaching. And when you see that, you can't help but get excited. When you see our big linemen just lay on top of guys seven yards down the field, that's that's what you want to, that's what you want that's what you've been coaching for and and uh we had a lot of that we just we got three touchdowns down in right. in the first quarter yeah and uh you know credit to them that I'm sure they were shocked I mean there was silence on that <laughs> yeah. sideline like oh my gosh they just <laughs> Plymouth's beating us you yeah. know and uh but anyway um I was just extremely proud of their effort um because I felt like we we were get we we finally got up off the mat, and we just started sustaining some things that I think that we we could be very good at. Um, and I honestly I thought defensively our, our our down guys were tremendous. Our our inside linebackers I thought were outstanding again. I mean last week I I thought that uh, you know Hooley and Norris played their best game. I thought they played a better last night. Uh, you know Deerfield's all over the place. Um, Sheely got himself going after that first quarter. You know, Sheely can make anybody look bad. I mean, like, he is a yeah. big, strong, physical player. He could dominate that side of the defense if he gets himself into position and he has confidence where he's at and what he has to do. Read, react, read, react. And when he does that, you know, people aren't going to run outside of him. When he doesn't and he's unsure and he doesn't make a read – then that's when people get to the edge, and that's when my blood pressure goes through the roof. But it's you only get excited, Rusty, when you feel like a dag on it that you are so much better than this. Uh, I know people get excited when I get excited, but I'm always going to get excited, so that's not going to change. It's because of the passion that we have for our kids and our program, and uh, I just thought. Last night was the most complete game. And, again, you're going, oh, my God, what the heck's wrong with this guy? It's 42-14. to 14. I'm telling you right now, it's a 7-0 game in the second half. Um, and if we do anything getting the ball in the end zone, that's a different game. Yeah, I was going to say, offensively, that I'm watching that. I'm thinking that's what they've been trying to do all year long yeah. is, is control the clock, control the football, run the football, and it was working yeah. for the th- really almost three quarters. Yeah, and you see uh, – I mean, every snap, the the kids are getting a little bit more comfortable, you know, uh, getting more comfortable with Devontae in the backfield. Um, you know, Lennon ran some really good routes last night. Uh, we hit him on a couple of big plays. You see his skill set. But I think every time, the more and more that Devontae throws the ball even, I mean, he, it's, it's more efficient. He's more confident. Um, and then, the, you know, I think the guys up front are – trying to get a feel anytime there's a different voice that's saying the cadence it's just different it, yeah. it just is so i think we've settled in on on that side of the ball as far as you know that scheme goes and you know we get Heine back this week so you know you hit you saw matthew mccrum in the backfield with adriel lester 
you know now we got now we got some competition we got three guys back there that can compete and for who's going to be out on the field you know we get getting Heine back is big yeah because uh, he's a big powerful strong kid well nothing else it gives you something else you haven't had all year is depth I yeah mean, maybe one of those guys can take a couple of plays off and come back fresher i mean it makes a big difference too. it does but i think everybody plays and runs and blocks a little bit harder knowing that there's somebody else on the sideline that can uh you can get replaced so you know and that's been a problem for us all year we've yeah. had kids make big mistakes and i look behind me i'm like He's a freshman, he's a freshman, he's a freshman. He's not ready, he's not ready. So you stick with the guys that are out there, and that's why when you have breakthroughs like last night, some guys have they, – they broke through. Like they broke through the competitive barrier of, all right, man, enough's enough. Let's stand here. Let's do this. You know, I'm tired of getting yelled at by that little guy over there. Let's <laughs> – let, let, let's just let's just figure it out. I remember Bill Sharp telling me once his greatest motivator in his program was a hundred guys standing on the sideline because if you weren't doing your job next in, you're going, and comp, they knew comp, that competition is a beautiful thing. It is. Now I don't. I haven't checked it out, but uh, I, it's worth taking a look at. Has there ever been somebody run two kickoffs back for a touchdown in the first quarter oh. of a high school game? <laughs> I'm sure it's been done, but I—that's I, I what I'm thinking too. I know too. we haven't done it. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, that—that's amazing to me. That, that happened twice in the same quarter against Northwood. Exactly. I mean, you know, and uh, yeah, I—I I don't know, uh, but you know, I've been saying it all year, and I'm sure people, you know, get, get tired of. It, but I mean. You got to put the ball in his hands. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. there's been lots of other people who have had opportunities to do it, but nobody does it like he does. And again, I, you know, it's a team game. Don't right. get me wrong; oh, yeah, it's yeah, a team yeah, game. Yeah. It's a team game. But if I do my job, that I know that guy that has the ball, he's going to do his. If I if I do mine, and then hey, at the end of the day, you might win. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, but you know, we put Devonte back there not because it was. Uh, anything other than this. You want your guy to have the ball sure. as much as possible. Yeah. And when we went to option, he touched the ball, I think, three times against Mishawaka. Uh, he just wasn't touching it enough. And, you know, the flip side of that, too, is that Lennon has accepted it as well. I mean, that, that had to be a kind of a good marriage there. He needed to – the marriage is a theme here today. But, he, he uh, you know, he's out there – you know, busting his rear Plus, he's on the field a heck of a lot more, right. which I always wanted to do that, but I didn't want him to get hurt because Man. he was the only guy, you know. Man. So, uh, kind of force-fed Devontae. And it's kind of funny. Devontae threw a pass. I don't know what quarter it was, but he hit, I think, Lennon across the middle. And then Coach Kevin Garrity, like, gives him the thumbs up across the field. And you just see him smiling like, yeah. hey. That was kind of fun. Yeah. I threw the ball and I actually threw, you know, and but I he's a better passer than what he's a competitor, Rusty. Yeah. You know, he's going to figure out a way to to uh, to to compete at a high level, and and uh, if we give him enough time, I mean, he even tucked it and ran it on one of the passing plays that was called. I mean, you just want to keep the chains moving, and in the, and you know, in forty eight minutes of football, anything can happen, and that's the great thing about Indiana high school football is everybody makes the playoffs. Anybody can beat anyone. And um, I don't know. What a great win it's going to be on Saturday to go shock, shock everybody, you know. Except, uh, I mean, I yeah, I truly believe we can beat New Prairie. I've yeah. seen them on film. They're they're good. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why they're 7-2. and two, And they beat Penn a couple weeks ago. And uh, I don't know. I like I liked the way we played last night. 
Well, and I, I think a lot of people did. I know that uh, Joe was commenting, the old lineman, he was watching your – and it's funny you mentioned the offensive line. I mean, he says, man, so-and-so got a pancake on yeah. that. I mean, he was – that was really going last night with your offensive lineman. Yeah, I mean, you saw, you know, DeLee and, and Quintana <clears throat> both got dinged up on Tuesday night's practice, I believe. And, uh, you know, they, they uh, you know, they persevered and, and uh, you know – you know, when you're a senior, <clears throat> you better play because this is it. You know, yeah. you're like, okay, I mean, it hurts a little bit, but does it hurt enough for you not to play, practice? And, you know, so, I, yeah, I thought DeLee was, you know, as soon as he latches onto somebody, and, and it wasn't just latching onto him. We were starting to finish our blocks and, and you know, bear, you know, get on him. And, and, you know, there's, you know, Popey's a big, strong kid. Quintana's a big, strong kid. You know, Norris is going both ways and, you never ever have to question uh, Tolson's effort. No. I mean, Tolson's going to get after you all the time. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I yeah for for Joe to I'm sure Joe was happy. There was he was some, happy to see that there was some physical plays. Now we just need to get all five in unison on the same page, and we just had some really uh, you can call them whatever you want, but we we didn't block the right guy in critical times. And uh, you know when you're snapping the ball four yards deep. If, if we're getting pressure anywhere where we let a guy run through a gap free, you're going to get some negative plays. And that's, you know, our fourth down play into our boundary. We, we just had a guy, a run through guy, and it's like, come on, man. Like, yeah. all you got to do is step down on the backside and block that guy and just get in his way, and we're going to yeah. get that first down. Just little things like that. But again, that's what film's for. And, <clears throat> you know, so I think our guys got a taste of what, uh, you know, consistently good play feels like you know we had some negative plays on defense you know against them and uh caused some turnover uh i just thought we played really hard and i think if you if they're giving you great effort and you get beat so be it but you know if they're not that becomes a little bit more of an issue i'm gonna let you go because i know you got something to do but uh i don't know (laughs) i don't know if this would be an excused absence in school i'm not sure oh (laughs) We'll take a break, and we'll bring Gene Skirvin in here in just a second, so stay tuned. Michiana Insurance, 818 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth, is an independent insurance agent that can offer you the right coverage with that personal touch you would expect from your neighborhood insurance agent. All types of insurance are offered from automobile, business and commercial, recreational vehicles, homeowners, bonds, life, motorcycles, farm, and even watercraft and boats. Call today. 574-936-2700 574-936-2700 and receive the right price for the right service. Michigan Insurance in Plymouth. McCullough Real Estate is a family-owned and operated real estate office in Plymouth since 1978. Whether you're looking to buy your forever home or selling residential or commercial property, McCullough Real Estate is the real estate company for you. McCullough Real Estate offers professional and courteous service and can handle all of your real estate needs. McCullough Real Estate is located at 1509 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth or can be reached by calling 936-9797. That's McCullough Real Estate, 936-9797. Not only is he an internationally known radio star on WTCA, Uncle Doug also gives the best haircut in town. 
If you want to take advantage of that amazing skill, you can visit Uncle Doug's Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 5, Wednesday 1 to 5, and Saturday 8 to noon right across the street from the fire department. Call for an appointment at 574-941-2282. Have your hair cut by a celebrity, Uncle Doug. This is your Saturday morning Coach's Corner with Rusty Nixon. And now it's time to get back to Rusty and his guests. And we come back in with Gene Skirvin here. This is revolving chairs. Uh, you know, we can probably get somebody else in here for last quarter of the show if you want. Somebody <laughs> might need to pick up their tux shirt or something. Somebody else needs to come in. But uh, it's good to have you in. Um, and uh, let's talk a little bit about your defense because for the second week in a row, I mean – I, I really feel like that was their best performance uh, last night, uh, consistently throughout the game. I mean, early on they spent almost they spent a ton of time on the field, but once they started getting to have a break every now and then, they they yeah. If we in. don't talk about the first quarter, we're good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we only give up seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, uh, <clears throat> John hit it on the head, and I, you know we all felt it. Uh, we had some kids that we got to where we thought they could be. Right. Um, and I don't know. Maybe he's right. Maybe it was the mud and the, you know, uh, it, it was definitely. We're into it every game, right? But sometimes we haven't got the physical play that we saw last night. And <clears throat> to me, the the easy one to point out is what he was talking about was Mills. Yeah. I mean, we've seen glimpses where he was really physical and and threw people away, and boy, they just eventually didn't want to go where he was at. Uh, so, so that was really good. Uh, there's no doubt our three down guys battled like crazy last night. Um, you know, Lester in there gives you a, a little more athletic ability. Um, obviously, you saw him run the ball. You know, kid played a lot, a lot of football last yeah, night. Yeah, he did. For just coming in. And, and you know, Joey Garcia is always going to give you that effort. Um, Johnson, he, uh, <clears throat> he heard me last week and he asked me about, you said I was ornery. And I said, yeah, and by the way, Johnson, you are, okay? Uh, but I told him, I said, be ornery when you're playing, right? Yeah. I, I said, I didn't mean that as a negative thing. I, I You know, and, and he is ornery. And, and, you know, he's probably pestered the heck out of a couple of those linemen last night, right? So those three down guys, you know, that that's kind of where it started with stopping the run. And, um, yeah, we got better. That's the main thing. We got better. Well, and, and, you know, Johnson's case, too, he's been undersized all year. I mean, he's going up against guys that are considerably larger than him most nights. Oh, without a doubt. I yeah. mean, he's he's not a real big individual. I mean, when you look at the weight of those three guys you know, up there in the defensive line, right. you know, Joey uh, obviously is, is packed pretty tight, right? He, he's, oh, yeah. He's a lifter. And uh, the other two, you know, they're playing with quickness and, and – agility and not that joey's not but joey can also take in take that 300 pounder and stand him right up right, right. the other two aren't going to do that so uh, but it, again it comes down to that competing right and, and just getting after it and competing listening to and you know i i talk to the younger kids all the time i i've, I've got a lot of the younger kids that are going to be playing here in a little bit in the weight room <clears throat> and i always talk to them about you got to be able to transfer over you know, what you do in the weight room and what you do in practice to a game. And we've really struggled to take that right. to the game. And I thought last night we saw saw that a lot better than what we've seen all year long. 
Well, and you mentioned Mills. I mean, he easily had his best game. I mean, you he was how do I put this? Visible. You were calling his name. I mean, he was involved. He was doing everything that you expect a guy to do in in his spot. I think he even had an interception, didn't he? Uh, he had a real big catch on a third down. Yeah, he did have that too. So he yeah. had, he just had a really nice yeah, game. Yeah, he, uh, he reached down and caught that. You know, it's funny because, you know, I work with the whiteouts quite a bit in practice, and he'll just snag things in practice. You know, we always work using your hands, reaching right. out, yeah. catching the ball. Uh, and, you know, he's he's over there like, boom, boom, he catches everything, right? And I keep telling him, take, take that to the game, take that to the right. game. He caught that pass. They almost had to pull me off the field, man. I was going to jump on his back. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what I've seen all year in practice. I love it. You've been around well, coaching a long time. I mean, do you? there's usually that moment, you know, the epiphany moment, where all of a sudden everything that you've been teaching, all of a sudden, you know, clicks light turns on you feel like you guys saw that with a lot of guys last night because you know it's been kind of you know at times but it, then it becomes boom I, I i understand now i get it boy i sure hope so because you know we've seen glimpses of it out of people all year long right uh you know he mentioned delee earlier in the offensive line you know there was times where he just crushed people right but then he wouldn't right and and he did it more consistent last night so you hope so you know, you, you, you hope they got to that. You know, I saw, um, you know, Michael Norris is not naturally an inside linebacker. You know, he, right. he played mainly down before. And in, in the last couple of years, we put him on his feet. And, you know, he struggled with, you know, how do you play low out of a two-point stance rather than a three-point stance. And he was one I thought last night kind of got that. There were some tackles where, where he filled like we've been talking about all year and, you know, he, he got low with, with the proper way and, and made the tackle. So, boy, I sure hope so because it's going to be fun next week if, if if it did ring with these guys, right? Yeah. Well, and the the mud had to ha- – it had to have something to do with it. I mean, the old football player next to me was just he, – he wanted to go slide in the mud. I mean, it was just – you know, he even said, you know, I was a younger player. I'd actually just do that so it looked like I got in a game. I'd just go out and slide in the mud. And- well, last night would have been the night to do it, you know, I <laughs> – you know, it's funny, we were talking about, uh, you know, it was pretty obvious with our guys being in white, you know, who was muddy and right, who yeah. wasn't. And, and I can't remember, what, uh, it might have been Corbin on the headphones, and he said something about somebody's being muddy, and I go, well, you know, my dad always said, that's a good thing if it's on the front. If it's on the back, there's something wrong. <laughs> that is exactly what Joe said. Yeah, he said, on the back sends a different message than on the front. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, that had to be – but it has to be – you guys have, have struggled. And if you haven't coached kids before – Seeing them have success for the work that they put in. I mean, the, the hardest thing always for me was watching a kid work so hard. There every day, there early, doing extra work, asking questions, involved, busting his rear end at it, and just not having any success. And that frustrates you for them. I mean, I know you got you aren't there because you don't want to help people. You know, and, and we kind of talked about that when I was in here last week, right? that I, I just wanted to see it for them, right, for for them to experience that. And, uh, you know, I wish the score had been a different result. But without a doubt, we saw some kids do some things that we've been hoping they were going to do for a long time, right? And, uh, 
you want it out of all of them, but there's no doubt you want it for the seniors because, you know, most of those guys, I, I don't know that any of them are going to play beyond this year, sure. right? And their their football career is going to be over. Everybody has that happen to them at one point or another. And you just want to see them have some success. Um, I, I thought last night some kids did some things and had some success. and um, I know it energized me. And, and, you know, you're around us enough. You know, John's been in here. I've been in here a couple times. You know our passion's there, right? right yeah. I mean, it doesn't wane. It didn't no. matter what the record is. Matter of fact, sometimes I think when we're struggling, our, our passion gets higher, right? We we want those kids to experience that. What can we do? What if we can do different to allow them to make that happen, right? And and sometimes you just don't control that. It, it, it that what happens with that kid. I don't know what triggers it every time. Right. I guess if you did, you know, you'd be Vince Lombardi, right? And um, and even he lost games. So. Sure. Um, yeah, I, and I. That's the other thing, and and I think I even mentioned in the, as we we're doing our pregame. You know, you. I've been around an awful lot of coaches in an awful lot of sports, and you know by the way they talk to you and the body language whether they're having fun or not, or whether. They're maybe not happy with the way this team is with each other in the locker room or whatever. There's just a feel about it. And the feel with you guys is, is that you – I hear you say it all the time. I like going to practice. I like going to practice. I like coaching these kids. I like being around them. And that's the feel I have is that it, there's not a problem other than having some success with these guys because they're, they're showing up, you're showing up, you're involved with each other. That is, that that's big. You know, I've, you mentioned I've been doing this a while, and I have uh, actually 41 years. Yeah. And, of course, been around the game since I can remember, right? Right. I mean, I was little, and, you know, they were telling me to get out of the way and practice so I <laughs> yeah. didn't get run over by the big guys at gym time, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I've been around it a really long time, and I can tell you, it had been real easy when we got 6 and 0, 0 and 6, 0 and 7, 0 and 8 for the kids to phone it in, uh, and they haven't phoned it in. I think that was obvious for anybody that watched us play last night. They haven't phoned it in. They've continued to try and get better, and I really thought we saw that last night. You know, there's been – obviously, you're disappointed in the score. Nobody was happy with the score and the way it ended up. But, man, I was really excited for some kids. Um, and, you know, hopefully I wouldn't pound them on the back too hard last night when they came off a couple yeah. of times because I was just excited for them. Yeah, and I, it was hard for me to control that when you know when Mills came off. It's like, okay, he's praying. Okay, coach, I got it, I got it, yeah. I got it. You know, but I was so excited for him, uh, and some other kids, same thing. Well, and this is going to be the Joe show this morning, but it, it's the similar. It's just what he said is the second half. Little victories right now. You just got to take your wins where they are. He says we need to win the third quarter. We need to win the fourth quarter, and. You know, on those drives, take that. There's a win there. You made a big play. You did it, and and that's the point right now is building on those little victories that you can get. Well, and I, you know, I haven't looked at the stats this morning, but uh, obviously we moved the ball on the ground. They were almost identical. Yeah, I had a feeling they might be pretty close. Yeah, uh, because we moved the ball. We just, you know, like John was saying, we'd maybe miss a block here. Uh, maybe they sent somebody we didn't pick up or. You know, just little things uh, at inopportune times, right. excuse me, where we didn't quite finish the drive. But, uh, yeah, we took some really big strides. Um, 
but I'm telling you, when I looked up the scoreboard in the first quarter, and I'm like, holy smokes, what's this thing going to end up? Right. right? <laughs> well, yeah. Wow. We're looking at a shootout, and then all of a sudden that just stopped, um, which isn't a bad thing. Well, definitely when you're not when you're you're responsible yeah. for the defense, it's not a bad thing, right? It's like okay, let's let's stop the bleeding, man. But you had some success running the football, and so like I said earlier, you know that that was the idea um, as the offense started to evolve. Was you know, look, we're not going to be able to have a shootout with somebody. We need to control the clock. We need to have the ball in our hands. And last night, at least in the second half, you you had it most of that third quarter. Well, you know, that's that's the thing that, that uh, when you talk about an offense and a defense working together, right? Yeah. So we were able to get some stops, and then they held the ball. So, you know, th- those guys got to rest a little bit. Now yeah. when they go back out, you know, they, hey, let's get three and let's get out of there, right? And uh, so th- those were good things. Yeah, they kind of worked together other than I, I know Mike and uh, the rest of the offensive guys, you know, uh, are upset that we weren't able to finish some of those drives, yeah. but man, yeah. there was definitely some big positives. And uh, you know, you mentioned that in the first quarter. Let's add to the the fact the short field, a couple of turnovers. What's going on? You know, it's got to be psychologically. I don't want to say demoralizing, but it's got to leave you feeling wow again. Whenever you're you're back out on the field and it's on the twenty five, and you're back and it's on the twenty, and you're back and it's on the thirty, and it's happening over and over those, again. I think two of those we had them fourth down at least once. Yeah, when they scored as well, and then that becomes really frustrating, right? Uh, we we blew a coverage and the guys open on fourth downs like oh yeah, um, you know, and and I think a, a microcosm though of that our kids continued to play yeah. was we screwed up. The kid breaks free and Mills just about took his head off about the two yard line. Yeah. I don't know if you remember yeah. that one yeah. or not. Yeah. I'm like, Oh no, we just, we blew that. Oh, he's going to score. Next thing I know, Mills like, wow, he, he just laid, laid that kid out at the yeah. two yard line. Right. Uh, and, and to me, that was, that was a, a microcosm of, of what we've done all year. We might make a mistake, but the kids don't stop playing. No, no and that's that's a, a constant throughout the whole year is the fact that, you know, you mentioned phoning it in after you're up. Well, they didn't phone it in from game to game. It would have been easy to do, and they're down by big numbers uh, over and over again in games, and they still, like the old adage, you know, it's not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times you stand back up, and they stood up after every single time. Well, you know, you look up there and it's 35 points in the first quarter. Yeah. You know, it would have been really easy to just say, well, okay, let, let's get this over with. Right? <laughs> yeah, would it, yes, exactly. And, and, you know, it was late before they got that last one, right? right. And, and that was after, you know, we at that point, you got to go for it when you get fourth down, right? Sure. I mean, there's no reason not to, right? right? And, and so then, you know, it turned into another score. But, you know, it, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know how you emphasize that more, but anybody that would have watched the game, if you'd have been there, and, and you know, it was nice downpour by the time the game was over, but um, our kids hung in there and played. Well, and I, uh, you mentioned that la- the last score was – talk about weird. How many penalties oh, were on the last, like, th- three plays of that drive? They went from the two – to the 30, back to the 5, back to – I mean, it was just – and it wasn't offensive gain or loss. It, it was all those penalties that just start, started coming in. I, I don't know. Some of them I didn't, I didn't see, but it, it, it got a really sloppy down in there. 
Well, you know, I tease Mike all the time that uh, offensive line coaches, they, they cheat, you know. They teach us kids how to hold, right? So, I, I you know, we kept telling our, our down guys, you keep battling, they're going to call some holds. And, and I don't know, you know, eventually they started to call some holds, yeah. right? Uh, you know, I know this. If I was blocking Joey Garcia, I'd be holding him. I, I don't know that you're going to block him if you don't hold him. <laughs> yeah, it would take, take at least three of you to yeah, do that. But yeah. I, yeah, I – that's that's not that's not uh, cheating though, Gene. That's gamesmanship. <laughs> Those of us in baseball know about gamesmanship. Is that stealing signs and then that's gamesmanship? Signaling with the trash can <laughs> to make sure you get the right that they know the pitch coming in. That's gamesmanship. No, that's no, that's, that's against the rules. <laughs> You know, we, they don't let us grab the face mask. They shouldn't be able to grab the that's, grab us and throw us down. That's smart. That's playing smart. Using your head. Uh, You've been talking to Mike Kirshner too much. <laughs> uh, I just once again, your offense was was holding the ball, and and um, I don't know if if you changed anything. I mean, it was the same thing from the first quarter was a different result, but it. It looked the same throughout the whole game. There wasn't any tweak in the, the strategy or anything like that. No, just uh, shoring up some, some blocking responsibilities, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we were letting some things drift in from the backside more than the play side and, and then making plays from the backside. And, and, you know, the coaches are working with them. One of the things that having a, – a, a few more guys and playing a three-man front is done. You know, you look, you got Lester, Garcia, and, and Johnson. Well, the only guy that was playing on the other side of the ball was Lester. So now you look at your offensive line, and four out of the five are over there on the sidelines so that Mike can talk to them. Right. And they can figure out their blocking adjustments, and then they just got to make sure Norris knows it because, you know, sure, they're yelling yeah. at him on the field or, or trying to pull him over as he's running from, you know, one place. Hey, hey by, by the way, Michael, come here. I got to tell you something. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I, I think that makes a big difference. Sure. You can work with those four guys when they're on the sideline. Well, and I think four that's in any five. sport. When you got that, you know, like I used to talk to my catcher. Between every innings, we'd go over the, what happened. But um, I, I've thought that several times during the year that the two-way thing is big and the fact that you, know, you watch uh, in the past. Mike would go over, he'd have all the offensive guys down there just like yeah. they do in the, in, in bigger – uh, levels where you have your guys there and you go over some things because not everything's going to work and you're going to have to show them. Well, and you got the iPads now; you can show yeah. them things that you couldn't before, so it, it it's a big deal. Well, we you know we don't have enough of them to need a bench yet. Yeah, you probably don't see, but I do huddle with the defensive guys yeah. when they come off. But sure, it's just a really small huddle over yeah. there, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, I I get to talk to Huli when he comes off, and and I get you know Deerfield didn't play a whole lot of offense last night, so you got two of your four linebackers. Got all three down guys that we can talk to. Uh, and it allows us to do some coaching and, and sometimes just an attaboy, right? You did it the way sure. we want. Yeah. Do it again and again and again and again, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I think that definitely helps. And, and, you know, last night, you know, sometimes kids probably don't want to come off for us to discuss <laughs> things with them. But, you know, last night, for the most part, you know, it was positive things, just tweaking a few right. things here and there and, and uh, letting them get after it. Now, um, three-man front last night, you've had four. I mean, there's been this back and forth, and I know that that is adjusted based on who you play. You see other teams do it, too. I mean, you know, I'll talk to John before the Friday night games. You say, well, we've seen them in a three, but we think they'll 
go to a forum for us this week. I mean, what is the thought process behind why you changed that, that front arrangement? Well, you know, I think if, if you go back far enough, and, and even in my career, offenses were going to give you a couple formations. And, right. You know, that now, holy cow, you know, you try and just name the formations so that right. we can go over them and talk about them, right? You don't even want to see my list. Yeah. I mean, it's like pages and pages and pages long. So because of that, you do have to be able to get it in and out of different things. And it does probably cause most defenses to play a smaller kid now rather than bigger right. kids. Because they may be down one time and you may need them to stand up because of what they came out in and what formation they came out in. Uh, now, personnel, sometimes we can see when they make changes and we have an idea of what they're going to do. We got that feel a little bit last night, um, you know, when they – at times would take out more of a tight end kid out of the game and right. bring in a white out. We knew they were going to be spread out a little bit more. Uh, and, and sometimes you can get that and sometimes you can't because, you know, we've got a kid like Michael Sheely that is a big, strong kid. And he can go down and play tight end and play white out. Right. And he did that last night. So the, the games evolved so much that defensively you have to be able to do a lot of different things. But the base, and this is what I, I've told the kids this summer, I started telling them, and some of them, you know, have been with me for four years. They've heard it for four years. It doesn't matter if you're a down guy, you're squeezing inside gap. You know, you're squeezing inside gap. Right. If you're an outside linebacker, you're squeezing outside in. If you're an inside linebacker, you know, I'm keeping my outside shoulder free. I'm looking for an open window. I'm going to fill it. If it's not an open window, I'm coming over the top. And, you know, guys that have played the game understand what I'm talking about. Uh, and so the basics uh, of – how you play it don't change, right? But where you play might change. Um, and I noticed both teams last night, and and you, you expected this too. They they bring a lot of pressure all the time. They're very very aggressive on their defense. You guys have been doing that too and having a lot of success with it. And um, that that stunting, as they call it, um, I think that played into it last night too on both sides. Yeah. Now you know if you look at the history of. Of me being here, Mike Heidel will scream about that. Because when the JV went against the freshman, he always swore that I was sending linebackers every play. Mike, I wasn't. We were just aggressive. That's the way you're supposed to play. Get down the hill. Okay? Uh, you know, so, and we always joke with our linebackers. If if a play comes at you and somebody's watching you on film, they should say, how'd they know the stunt there? Because that's what it should look like. Yeah. Play's coming at you. You are full speed right at them. Yeah. Right? Uh, and Mike, by the way, we read you every time. That's why you looked like that. But, yeah, there. I mean, when you're going to play a three-man front, you have to bring some extra pressure sometimes. Right. Uh, and, and sometimes over the years it's been dictated by, do we have guys in the back end that can play some man-to-man -man and we can go get them? And usually, you know, you're hoping you don't have to defend very long because you can get there. Now, we didn't blitz as much last night as what we have, uh, but – there were some key situations where we said, okay, we're going to come get you, uh, and, and we're going to get after you, and you're going to have to get rid of that ball in a hurry or we're going to get you. Now, on the other side, though, too, they, they were stunning quite a bit, and they, they had, I don't know, they, had, they have an ability they have an ability every year to get a lot of people the ball. But it seemed like last night, especially as the game went on, they had trouble we picked up those stunts we for the most part. We did pick up part, stunts last night. Which, Probably the best we've done all year. And that's what I mean. I'm watching them show that they're coming and then nobody got through. That's got to be difficult because the whole idea is you're out man. 
Yeah, and then trying to figure out who's got who. Right. right? I mean, you watch. It doesn't matter whether you watch Saturday or you whether watch Sunday. They're they're trying to confuse you so that you end up with two guys blocking one and a guy comes free. Right. Our guys did a really good job of picking up what they did, and that's been. You know, since he came back over there, since Nate came back over there, that's been their theme defensively, right? They're gonna. I mean, there's guys moving everywhere. Right? Well, I was going to say there's they were sent, 20 yards yeah. deep, and the next thing you know, they're at the line yeah. of scrimmage coming. Yeah, and that's what they've done since he's been there. And I thought our guys when did a really good job late in the game of shoring that up and picking people up because I agree with you. There was times I'm like on the phone, uh oh, here they come, that yep, guy's coming exactly. out here, and then I'm looking, and Devontae's got time. Yeah. Of course, part of that is you get too much pressure on him. He was doing a really good job of getting outside that pressure right. last night. No, I, I I thought that was interesting because they will they will literally send anybody anywhere anytime. I mean, we were watching corners come, we were watching safeties breaking down, and it was uh, it worked a little bit, but not as much as as it might have in the past. Well, and that's become a theme, right? At the at the pro level, at the college level is bring guys you would never expect. I mean, if we'd have been talking 10 years ago about you're going to bring a corner. Yeah. Uh, no, nobody brings a who brings a corner. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh so that that's part of the evolution of the game and they are definitely there, man. They will bring anybody from anywhere and our kids did a good job. And one of the things that you do that, you know, and, and John and I have talked about this on the pregame a couple of times, you know, high risk high reward, you do that it's a good chance you're going to make a big play, but if you if it doesn't work, you got a big play going the other way, oh, yeah. and that becomes a difficulty. Now you have a couple of guys that can cover one on one a little bit, don't you? That give you a chance to do that. Well, you know the two guys we're playing at safety when you when you've got uh, Creek Bomb back there and Garcia, they're athletic as all get out, right? right? So I, I would think that the two of them should be able to cover anybody, you know. Uh, Mills is at the corner last night. He showed, man, I can be physical and I can play with anybody. There was a couple times where he should have had some help over the top and he didn't, and he still made the play. Right. Right. So that that's really good. And, you know, Barrera uh, playing on the other side, you know, he, he's had some issues where he's been out this year and back in and, you know, just a really quiet kid. And uh, I thought he played much better last night too. So I, I, I thought that secondary, well, you know, you take the first quarter out of there, and we played really good defensively. And that's been, you know, that, that's got to help you going forward, too, is if you've got those guys on the back end, you can do more with your guys up front. No doubt. But, you know, we're going to probably flip the script this week, right? Because Northwood, we kind of shut the run game down, right? So yeah. everything was in the air. And, I, and, you know, statistically, you know, I had them when I broke, broke down film, you know, with the help of, of everybody – uh, over 60% throwing the ball. Now, now, who would ever thought North would be over 60% right. throwing yeah. the ball, right? Uh, it's always been smack right. you in the mouth and right. we're going to come after you, right? Uh, I, I That will be flipped next week. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe more than 60-40, right? Yeah. Well, let's talk about that a little, week, a little bit as the time is running down. They have a... They have an extremely good football team. They play a lot of big-time teams in that conference they're in. Uh, so their schedule is as tough as ours easily. Yeah. Um, they won a lot of games. They're a good football team. They're not going to be happy about what happened last year when they came over here. So, you know, what are you looking at when you look at them? I'm thinking it's just the same old. There's going to be hat on hat come straight at you. So last night we see guys spread out over here and yeah, spread out yeah, over here. Yeah. And now we're going to see how many guys 
can you actually put a line of scrimmage before a snap? I we may see ten. Yeah, I, you know I don't know. They may put ten guys in a line of scrimmage. I I know that they they've done things like that in the past, uh, and so we're gonna go from spreading the field all from one sideline to the other to just putting a whole bunch of guys at the line of scrimmage and say here we come. Yeah. Yeah, and defensively, what do they do? Have you seen them at all? You know, I haven't really looked at them. Uh, I, you know, I just know from last year, and uh, you know, they've always been aggressive. They've always had some really good linebackers that fly around, some big, strong kids uh, that fly around out there. But I, I, you know, I don't know that they're any different than any other defense. You're going to be in multiple fronts, right? And and that's just the way the game is played today. Um, I don't know that we could see any different fronts than what we've seen over the course of nine weeks. Yeah. But, um, obviously, last night, Mike being able to work with guys on the sidelines helped because we shored some things up, that problems that we were making early. And, you know, that's a credit not only to Mike, but to the kids that they listened and they did some things. Um, we're going to need to move the ball and control the ball some because that's their game, right? They, right. they want to hold the ball and, you know, hopefully we can do some things like we did in the third quarter and then finish it and put it in the end zone. Um, you know, I, I don't know what teams expect out of us, right? I mean, what do you, what do you as Northwood tell your kids? Hey, they'll compete, but I know they're zero and eight, but they'll compete, right? I mean, what yeah. are you tell? What are they going to tell their kids? Hey, they're zero and nine. You better be ready to play. Yeah, well, yeah, what, what, yeah. You know, what's a seventeen, eighteen year old kid going to be saying? They're zero and nine. Yeah, right. They're zero and nine. Yeah. So uh, we just want to go and compete, and and hopefully. It would how how fun would that be? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, let, let's yeah. leave uh, Andy Miller Field with a with a W, right? Yeah, that'd be that'd be I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I, I would too. <laughs> you know, I it, it's funny to go back to places where you played when you were a kid, right? Yeah. And I remember we oh, always yeah. said, "Hey, we're going to play in the cow pasture when we went there." And man, has that place changed, right? Yeah. I, I remember we used to. You used to dress so far from yep. from the school, and now my understanding is they built in the end zone, and you can see it on film. Uh, we had a younger team play over there earlier this year, so they built some facilities right out there. They've got a big digital board, and well, that's you know, good so. because I remember the last time we were up there, you guys were you had to get a bus to take you to the field from where they were dressing, and they weren't much closer. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it's a, it's a different environment, yeah. and you know that place is growing up, and you know obviously they take pride in in their oh, football yeah. and their yeah. facilities, and and uh, it'll be a fun environment, and it'll be a great opportunity for us. And it'll be a seven thirty start on Friday night, and I uh, I will be there. You guys will be there, I'm sure. We're going to show up. And uh, we'll have all that for you starting about 730. Man, thanks for coming in. I know you're going to the wedding, too. I so. am. I, you know, I need to go get a haircut, so somebody oh. better be open. At least you <laughs> – well, he's got his international celebrity commercial on here. He better be open. Yeah. Yeah. Go over and see Uncle Doug. Anyway, uh, we'll talk to you next week, and let's go get him. All right. Thanks, Rusty. Uh, thank you for listening. That's going to do it. That's the Saturday Morning Coach's Corner. Don't forget, we have Thursday Night Lights coming up at 7 on Thursday. We'll talk to all the uh, area coaches about their games, their playoff games coming up. And then uh, we'll have kickoff start here Friday night at 7.30 from New Prairie. Have yourselves a great weekend. Are you looking for new insurance? Whether it be for auto, home, farm, or any type of insurance, Michiana Insurance and